This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. When Putin invaded Ukraine, the West had two options, either intervene directly or use economic sanctions. The West decided on the latter. But historically, sanctions have never been successful. Do you know why? Because they are never watertight. Someone or the other is always diluting them. And case in point is Europe. Vladimir Putin has successfully weaponized gas supplies to Europe. And last week, he shut off the North Stream 1 pipeline. It is the biggest gas pipeline in Europe. So naturally, countries like Germany are spooked. In fact, even before the shutdown, their condition was precarious. Russia had gradually reduced the gas supplies first to 40% of the total capacity and then to 20%. So what did Europe do? It looked for alternative sources ahead of winter. And guess where they found that? China. Beijing is the largest importer of liquefied natural gas. In 2021, it bought around 109.5 billion cubic meters. This year, imports were up 60%. And a lot of that came from Russia. In the first half of 2022, China bought gas worth 2.16 billion dollars from Russia. Before the war, Russia was China's sixth largest supplier and now the fourth largest. But after buying up all this gas, China realized it had a problem. Nobody was using it. You see, their economy was crippled by the zero COVID lockdowns in the first half of this year. The restrictions severely impacted factories, restaurants. There were no public events. So all this LNG had to be diverted somewhere else. Enter Europe. European companies started buying gas from Chinese refineries. Their LNG imports are up almost 60%, and out of this, 7% was Russian gas. In other words, they were laundering it. Let me explain how this trade works. Russia first sold liquefied natural gas to China, but China had no use for it, so they resold this Russian gas to Europe. That too, at three or four times the normal rates. So much for decoupling from Russia. The fact is, Europe is still importing gas from Russia. But the only difference is they are not doing it directly. They are doing it via China. And this is not the first time. Previously as well, we have received such reports. First about ghost ships. Some of you may remember this trend. Many Russian oil tankers disappeared off the radar after leaving the port, their route was not published. It only said destination unknown. Many Iranian and Venezuelan tankers regularly do this. It is a common trick to evade sanctions. They don't sail to the West. Instead, they offload their cargo onto bigger tankers at sea. They mix the Russian oil with other crude products. So now you cannot identify it. In March, the number of such ghost ships surged 600%. They were smuggling almost 1.5 million barrels of oil daily. The US is also guilty of such laundering. Two weeks after the war, they imposed a ban on Russian oil. But just how effective is that ban? 
according to reports, not much. Russian crude is still used by refineries in China and India. Many of these refineries still export to the U.S. Do you see the problem here? America may not be importing Russian oil directly, but they are buying the same product from elsewhere, basically diluting their own sanctions. So what does this say about the West's resolve? It's based on convenience. Just think about it. Europe talks about shutting down Putin's war machine, yet they are buying Russian gas from China. The US talks about crippling Russia's economy, yet they are buying Russian oil from other refineries. Now, compare that to their attitude towards India. All those lectures, the warnings, the threats. Meanwhile, the West itself is diluting its own sanctions. Let me show you some numbers here. In the first six months of the war, Russia raked in $158 billion from energy sales. $158 billion. And these are the major buyers. The European Union, 47%. China, 24%. Remaining G7 and NATO countries, 13%. And India, just 6%. Despite the increase in imports, India's share remains low, just 6%, as compared to Europe's 47%. So the bottom line here is, if anybody is funding Putin's war, it is Europe. And yet, they question India. And now, there is a new proposal, a price cap on Russian oil. The G7 foreign ministers have agreed to it, and they want both India and China to sign on as well. What does India have to say? Indian officials say they will study the proposal. At the same time, they have refused to be pressured by so-called moral arguments. Listen in to what the petroleum minister had to say. I have a moral duty to my consumer. Do I, as a democratically elected government, want a situation where the petrol pump runs dry? Look at what's happening in countries around India. He has a point. If Europe can violate its own sanctions to buy Russian gas, then surely India can look out for the best deals.